Your parents really need more assistance, but getting them to leave their home? Their two huge dogs, cats, and birds? Well, that's gonna be a challenge. I'm your host, Valerie Borgman, and sometimes the obstacles to moving into a senior living community or an adult family home weren't the ones you were expecting. Welcome to Desperately Seeking Senior Living, a podcast for sons, daughters, grandkids, and spouses who suddenly find themselves tangled in the search for senior living and care. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and check out our doable download in today's show notes for a printable summary of the show and a bonus tip from our guest. You're listening to our doable tips, short answers to your questions. Don't see your question listed? Send us a note. Then don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an answer. Welcome to the show. I have to say, this is probably one of our most interesting episodes. And what's even more interesting is that the examples we're going to talk about are real examples. We're talking about everything from pets to pot, things that you may not have even thought about. So each senior living community or adult family home has its own rules, rules about what you can bring, what you can't bring. And of course, some of these are even state and local rules. And some of these are going to seem really obvious to you. But when it comes to your loved one's prized possessions or habits or even just vitamins, it can get really complicated. So we're going to take a look at the following complicated items guns. (laughs) Yes, I said guns. (laughs) Jewelry, cigarettes, marijuana, pets, alcohol, and even over-the-counter medications. So let's start with guns. (laughs) I know this really seems like an obvious one, but I had a client who moved into independent living. It just so happened that I was helping him decorate his apartment. I glanced over at one of his opened boxes and I saw the gun. <laughs> he, he ended up recounting how he used the gun to scare off the birds at his house. And I was like, well, I am so sorry, but they don't allow guns here. <laughs> so he had to give it to his son. And it was actually pretty funny at the time. But definitely the number one item to leave at home is your gun. Jewelry. This is a really tough one because Most of us are very sentimental about our jewelry, from wedding rings to family heirlooms. Over the years, though, I've seen families whose loved ones have lost jewelry in the senior living community, or worse, the family thinks it was stolen. Now, there are actually a lot of residents in retirement and assisted living communities that feel so safe, they don't lock their doors when they leave for dinner or go to an activity, which obviously opens the door, if you will, to possible theft. Or maybe your loved one is experiencing early memory loss and taking their jewelry off and forgetting where they put it. There was a family in one of the communities I worked in whose loved one lost their wedding ring. And the family was really upset. And I'm sure there were accusations that were thrown around. Their loved one ended up passing away and they never found the ring. Until years later, years. Maintenance was working on the cabinetry in that same apartment and they found the ring. They were able to return it to the family. And of course they were so happy, but not every one of these stories has that happy ending. 
So what can you do? If it's important, we always say, don't bring it. Just don't. We actually had a family that made replicas of all of their mother's jewelry so that she still got to wear it, but it wasn't the valuable stones that her real jewelry was made of. So that's another option too. Next, let's talk about cigarettes. For all you smokers and non-smokers, seniors have the right to smoke. But just know that this could make finding a place more difficult. When it comes to adult family homes, many have no smoking policies, period. Most communities will allow smoking in designated outside areas, following all local laws, of course. But what if your loved one needs extensive assistance? You may end up paying more for someone to take them out smoking, and that's provided there's a caregiver who also smokes. Or for some families, they've taken this as an opportunity to help their loved one kick the habit. Either way, bringing cigarettes is going to be tough and is definitely a conversation that you have to have. And now the other smoking, (laughs) marijuana. So as of the taping of this episode, there are 18 states that have legalized recreational marijuana and 38 states have legalized it for medical use. So here's the thing. We have had clients whose loved one uses marijuana for anxiety, PTSD, stress, pain. This is a subject that comes up and I'm sure we're going to see it even more. We have been able to find places that will allow someone who uses marijuana to move in and many that won't. So this is one of those things that you really have to lead with when you're making phone calls to senior living communities or adult family homes. We actually did an episode a while back about complicated care situations and how to make that phone call. So we'll put a link to that in show notes. But this is one of those things that you really want to make sure you're communicating and it could make finding a place really hard. Let's talk about pets. Oh my gosh, this one is really tough and I get it. We are all really attached to our pets. I worked with a family whose parents really needed to be in assisted living. They just weren't safe at home. But the really sad part is that they had two large breed dogs, a small breed dog, cats, and more. I honestly feel like I remember rabbits and birds. And so this, this was a really complicated situation. And when I visited the home, it was painfully clear that they just weren't able to care for the animals, let alone themselves. Adult Protective Services was even called in by a neighbor. So this is a really, really complicated situation. Most communities and some adult family homes will take one small dog or cat, but no one is going to take all of these pets. And so this is one of those conversations that you might have to have early on, either discouraging having so many pets or starting to find a home for those pets earlier than later. This particular family was able to rehome all of the pets, but it was a real burden for them. And obviously it's going to be an obstacle to your loved one who loves their pets. Okay, let's talk about alcohol. And you might be saying, why is this one even on the list? Because senior living communities have happy hours. So this is on the list for two reasons, abstaining and partaking. So let's start with abstaining. 
You're right. Most communities have happy hours with plenty of wine and beer. But there are many families who are worried about their loved one's alcohol intake and even abuse. If this is you, just know that apart from care planning drug interactions with alcohol, it's very difficult for a community to monitor your loved one's alcohol intake at happy hour or in their apartment. Now let's talk about adult family homes. They usually don't have happy hours. Some don't even allow alcohol. And they're a smaller setting. They're also managing any alcohol intake through an agreement with you, the family, and through a care plan, or at least most are. Because they're a smaller setting, this may be an easier place for those wanting to help their loved one abstain. And lastly, over-the-counter medications. If you haven't yet listened to our episode with Dr. DeLon on de-prescribing, you definitely want to check this out. We're going to put a link in show notes to this episode as well. This is another really tricky one because many of us think of over-the-counter drugs such as ibuprofen, allergy medicine, even medicated creams as no big deal. But believe it or not, if an inspector goes into an adult family home, and you just happen to bring your mom some medicated hand cream, that home is going to get cited. They're going to get written up for that. If a community is managing medications, they're also responsible for all medications, including the ones you bring. Dr. DeLon talks about how even vitamins can cause drug interactions. So be aware and don't bring these in unless you've consulted your loved one's doctor and the senior living provider. Even those vitamins have to be doctor ordered. So there you go. Just a few things you may not have even thought about. Hopefully now you can start to manage these obstacles early to make your loved ones move to senior living a little more doable. See you next time. Today's episode is brought to you by ClearPath Senior Living Solutions. ClearPath helps families find assisted living, memory care, and other resources. Find our contact information in today's show notes. Check out this episode's doable download in show notes for details, including industry terms and definitions we discussed, as well as a bonus tip from our guest. Have questions or your own tips to share? Leave us a message. We'd love to hear from you. And until next time, make it doable. Doable.